0: mystery opponent to square off against mankind. This legend in the Uh ranks of sports entertainment made his WWF debut in 1990. Over the course of the next six years this charismatic superstar boasted a one-loss record that set new standards here in the WWF. Who do you think, JR? Unfortunately, seeking more opposition on his own caliber, this natural athlete jump ship to the WCW and after suffering a massive shoulder injury, this cornerstone of the World Wrestling Federation has been sidelined for the past two years. With his career on the line, he fought back with resilience dreaming of this triumphant return to the ring here tonight. Therefore, without further ado, allow me to introduce to you Currently, the coach of the Pasadena Chargers. The man, the myth, Dwayne Gill. Who? What? Is he? Dwayne Gill? I I know him, that's Dwayne Gill. Well, I'm not. He's, He's just a video. McMahon has had a video prepared of Dwayne Gill, who has spent more time on the canvas than Rembrandt. What? Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, Wait a my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> He's it's back. Not, it's not Goldberg, it's, it's Gilberg. Ah. Ah. Gilberg looks as phenomenal as he ever did. Look at the and physique on that man. He looks 80. Must be taking classes at all. Oh, no, 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 Kevin Owens! Oh, oh God. God! Blasting Gilbert! Yeah. So much for Gilbert's yeah. big return. Yeah. Gilbert, of course, is the attitude Era's answer to W.C. Tony. he's oh. Goldberg, a parody, and Kevin Owens is uh, not treating him that way. He is beating the hell out of this man.
2: Well, obviously, Gilbert is on one of those old people bus tours from the Grand Canyon and figured he'd make a stop in Las Vegas.
3: This is the two-man power trip of wrestling brought to you today and powered by the SWF's No Love Lost. Saturday, February 18th, 2017 in Bayville, New Jersey, the SWF invades with today's guest Gilberg and WWE Hall of Famer and good friend of the two-man power trip of wrestling, the one and only Tito Santana, and that's all in Bayville, New Jersey. On Saturday, February 18th, tickets are on sale at SWFPro.com or head on over to Facebook and visit the SWF Facebook page for more information. And if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, the one and only John Paz. And John, I said it right there off the top in the promo for the SWF But today's guest is hot off the presses of Monday Night Raw as Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilberg, joins the two-man power trip of wrestling for an awesome chat. And we're talking one of the most surprising guests that I think has come down the pike for us in terms of the back end of the two man power trip of wrestling business, because uh, of when we plan out our schedule and we get things kind of all set up and we have guys set in stone for, we're going to broadcast them on this day, or we're going to broadcast this guy on the next day, you know, usually publishing on the Tuesdays and the Fridays like we do. It is so unbelievable when the names that you have to bump for whoever is on the horizon and is the quick turnaround published episode uh, in this case it is absolutely unreal but with that being said Dwayne Gill aka Gilbert joins the show like I said hot off Monday Night Raw and it was such an awesome return to see Gilbert come through the curtain come into the arena and start the vintage as Michael Cole would say, Gilberg entrance and being involved in a storyline with goldberg and kevin owens and chris jericho obviously you can't get any bigger right now in the WWE in terms of what's going on with those respective performers but Dwayne Gill making yet again another triumphant return and as you heard off the top there with the clip that I played you cannot forget and it's referenced plenty of times the Vince McMahon promo prior to Dwayne Gill's first redebut in the WWE in 1998 at the Deadly Game Survivor Series Championship Tournament where it was kind of a little bit of a parody as well at the time. A uh, you know, easy opponent for mankind in the first round. But still, that promo by Vince McMahon building up whoever it was supposed to be that was going to be the mystery partner. Oh my gosh, when Dwayne Gill came through, if you were watching it in real time or even if you saw it for the first time, you didn't know who the opponent was going to be. If it doesn't bring a smile to your face, and as you watch Dwayne Gill kind of get the pyro and jump up in the air because he doesn't expect it, come in, get the, uh, the video package where he's getting beat up. By all the superstars, uh, and you know, as the uh, the jobber role that he used to play, but we cover all this in the interview. And if you can tell in my voice, it was just so much fun to go down memory lane with Gilbert and talk about something like uh, uh, something as current as Monday Night Raw from this past Monday night. But John, as I turn it over to you, talk a little bit more about having Gilbert on, and obviously there was so much to cover, but you cannot start anywhere without starting on Monday's Raw with Jericho and Kevin Owens.
2: Yes, Chad, the two-man power trip has got a big one today. That's right, you mentioned at the top, a guy that was just recently, as recent as this Monday night, was on Monday Night Raw. That's right, Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilberg. Now, it's great for the two-man power trip to be able to not only be able to get on Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilberg, But to be able to get him on right after he just appeared on Monday Night Raw just a few short days ago. So the timing was impeccable. It was just uh, great to be able to kind of sync up at this point in time on the heels of him just being on Monday Night Raw. On the heels of him just getting a beat down from Kevin Owens. Obviously playing a big role in the Kevin Owens versus Goldberg match which is coming up at WB Fastlane. So a lot of interesting stuff in this interview, a lot of fun stuff, and a lot of it off the top, of course, is talking about WWE and Monday Night Raw. You know, we flat out ask him, are you under a WWE contract? There's been a rumor out there from Mike Johnson at PW Insider saying that he probably had already signed a contract, but we do talk in detail about, is he signed now? Will he be signed? Does he want to be signed? and i think you can pretty much uh, figure out any of those questions uh, kind of beforehand but he gives you some great answers and some great insight into that and i love you know talking about gilberg and kind of the whole career and how gilberg started he gets some great stuff about paul bearer and kane in there and kind of their role in the gilberg character and kind of the evolution of gilberg but of course you can't talk about gilberg without talking about goldberg and we go into great detail about his relationship with bill Whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether it be negative, whether it be positive. So that is some really, really good fun stuff that we get into. And of course, you know, it kind of all goes back to the current WB now. What, What about Vince? What about Triple H? What about Stephanie? We get stuff on each and every one of them. I just love the fact that this guy is able to come back and play a character... You know, it's like quote-unquote is a parody or, or quote-unquote he's a guy that's going to be the enhancement guy or he's going to lose or he's going to be a jobber. But I just love he comes back and he's remembered and, and so many people think fondly of him and whether the character was jokey or not or, you know, making fun of Goldberg or not. it got over then and it seems to be over now. So I hope to see Gilberg continue on with the WB. I hope to see this Gilbert character kind of uh, poke his head out into the Kevin Owens feud and even further into obviously the Brock Lesnar feud and like he said he hopes to be able to spear Paul Heyman while Goldberg is spearing Lesnar just kind of all put it together and like he mentions a lot in the interview hashtag gilberg wrestlemania he's never been able to be a part of a wrestlemania before and he wants to be a part of a wrestlemania so remember that hashtag hashtag gilberg wrestlemania and hopefully we can play our part and get him on the wrestlemania card this year for wrestlemania 33
3: that's right hashtag gilberg wrestlemania when you hear the story about gilberg's Ill-fated chance at getting on WrestleMania that was pulled from him at the last minute by the WWE management at the gimmick Battle Royal back at WrestleMania 17. It's uh, it's pretty heartbreaking to hear the uh, the struggle in his voice when he tells the story. He's obviously uh, he's very upset about it still, and it's somewhat of a goal of his, a career goal that's left to get onto a WrestleMania card. And I guess it's really no better time than right now because the Attitude Era guys are in a renaissance and a resurgence now. And with opportunities like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or having Goldberg potentially being the champion and going into top storylines, it's better than ever that he could get on To Wrestlemania. That's crazy to say. I don't think uh, even a week ago or two weeks ago we would be having this conversation. But now, hey, after Monday night, you never, never know. But Gilbert does address all of that stuff and so much more. But John, let's talk a little bit more about Dwayne Gill, the performer, the wrestler, and what he did for the WWF and even going down to WCW at one point. But a guy who was just a perfect, you know, journeyman uh, worker on the card. He was a guy who could help you get your talent over, and he did a great job in doing so. And again, referencing that Vince McMahon promo from the Survivor Series '98, it's it's basically it tells you everything that you need to know about Dwayne Gill up to that point. And he really was a serviceable worker on a stacked WWF roster. But when you hear him name the guys who he enjoyed working and the guys he had great matches with. It's literally a who's who of the biggest names in the WWF at the time in the early 90s. And that is one thing that I love. But, John, let's talk about Dwayne Gill. And in the rest of this interview where we cover so much ground, John, what are a couple of some of the favorite moments and the memories that you have of this chat with Dwayne Gill covering so much from his career in the WWF and even his time when he went down to as Vince McMahon called it WCW
2: Yeah Chad you know what as far as favorite moments or moments that really stick out in this interview or some key you know key cogs in the wheel some key great stuff that really sticks out to me that I really enjoyed and I just love talking about that Survivor Series 98 promo it was the big return of Dwayne Gill he got this huge intro from Vince McMahon and I just always thought it was hilarious because you just don't know like he said in the interview you just don't know who it is. Are they bringing back Neidhart? Is it Luger? Uh, HBK? Is it um, Marty Jetti? I mean who is it? Who jumps ship to WCW? Who the hell is the Pasadena Chargers? You know, stuff like that. It was just so funny of uh, Vince and the way it came off and the way he pulled it off. And you would almost think, like, oh, well, that's the end of that. He's going to job to uh, mankind and that's the end of that. But nope. He had quite a run there. He had a 15-month run as the lightweight champion. And he's got an awesome story of, you know, his dad and him. And how his dad was, you know, sick and his dad is dying. And his dad got him to see him be the Lightweight Champ. His dad got to enjoy it with him. So that was some great stuff. I love the comparisons to James Ellsworth. And the history of him and James Ellsworth It's something I just didn't know. And I thought was very, very cool that they have such a history together that in fact, Gilberg, aka Dwayne Gill, went to school with James Ellsworth's mother. So. I mean, you're going way back, and obviously he knew uh, James Ellsworth since he's been born, so that's some really, really cool stuff. Didn't know all the particulars of that, so that's a cool, fun story. I mean, I feel like any topic we gave him, he just turned it into an awesome story. He was such an amazing interview and so much fun, too. What a, you know, what a happy, you know, lighthearted guy, such a nice guy. And Chad, I know we said it after we were done, like, wow, you know, talk about a guy that's just to be happy where he is and just happy to be associated with the WB, and just one of those guys that's not bitter at all just refreshing to see and Gilbert was a true you know true superstar in the sense of the word that he was in the Attitude Era and he was over he was popular obviously you know he played a character that still is remembered today so thinking back it's one of those things where it's like wow you know, stuff pops in your head. Survivor Series 98 pops in your head. Him being a lightweight champion pops in your head. Uh, a title, World WWE World Title matching. It's Triple H on SmackDown. So many different things that he's done in his career and so many different memories, which is really cool. And I even like talking about the old early 90s days as well, whether it be superstars, the early days of Monday Night Raw, Wrestling Challenge, whatever it may be. I just really enjoyed talking about his whole career because to me, he's one of those guys that's just always going to be remembered whether it be you know for the parody of gilberg or whether it be for you know being dwayne gill at survivor series 98 or one of those guys that's like oh man i remember that enhancement guy i used to see him every saturday or every sunday or every monday night on tv so he's one of those guys that's just you know check it off the list a really really fun interview and i really hope he ends up this year at wrestlemania
3: that's right and do not forget hashtag gilberg wrestlemania again it's hashtag gilberg wrestlemania get on social media share it and learn to love it as we attempt to help gilberg get on the grandest stage of them all and get on wrestlemania 33 this year and hopefully goldberg has a nice lengthy run in the wwe in the foreseeable future so gilberg can indeed have a, a nice run in the foreseeable future in the WWE. But again, want to thank the SWF and their big event coming up No Love Lost in Bayville, New Jersey on Saturday, February 18th. Again, Head on over to SWFPro.com for ticket information. Also, check out some of the upcoming events of the SWF if you are in the New Jersey area. They are one of the premier independent companies in the state of New Jersey, always bringing in top talent and always packing them into the arena or into the venue that they perform in and want to thank them a lot. But we also want to thank... Eric Sims for helping set this up and for Gilbert's appearance at the Wrestling Universe there in New York, in Flushing, New York. Head on over to the Wrestling Universe Online because he will be at the Wrestling Universe from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday, February 18th. Again, you can head to the Wrestling Universe Online for more information on that signing. So get out to New Jersey this weekend, support Gilbert, support the wrestling universe, support the SWF and always support your local independent wrestling organization. And John, this was such an awesome episode. And the guy who was bumped for Gilberg this week, hopefully will be airing next week. I don't want to uh, give it away just in case because you never know who's going to be on the other side of the phone when we pick it up And, John, you and I, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind as of late, and to hear some of the things that have been going on has been unreal, and hopefully we can bring that to the air very, very soon. But, my friend, please get it on over to the interview, but first hit them with a little bit of two-man power trip of wrestling business, and then get it to the man, Gilberg. Gilberg.
2: And now for some TMPT business. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Two Man Power Trip and at Wrestling Pal. Please visit our website, TMPTOfWrestling.com. That is TMPTOfWrestling.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, check out the feed for some legendary episodes featuring the living legend himself, Bruno Sammartino, the late great American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Ray Mysterio Jr., Jeffrey McDivitt, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Mr. Wonderful Paul Onder, AJ Styles, and so many others. Also, while you're surfing the web, check out WrestlingInc.com. Yes, that is WrestlingInc.com. They are the number one wrestling news source out there so please check them out also while on the internet go to ProWrestlingTees.com yes ProWrestlingTees.com is your superstore if you are a super fan and you can please check out our page while you're there you can check out Tito Santana, Paul Orndorff, Coco Beware, Magnum TA, Buff Bagwell and so so many others. Follow along with the two-man power trip of wrestling in 2017 as we hit the road and we come to a town near you. April 22nd, we hit Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Icon Collectors Fest. Then, May 19th and May 20th, we hit the Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Expo in Richmond, Virginia. Then, follow us to New Jersey as we hit Legends of the Ring in Monroe. So please follow along with the two-man power trip of wrestling in 2017 because you never know where we may land. And now, without any further ado, the former head coach of the Pasadena Chargers he is a former WWF lightweight champion. You may know him as Gilberg or a member of the job squad he is a former wcw and of course wwf superstar he is dwayne gill please enjoy
4: Wednesday, we were excited to talk to you, but then John sent me a text. He goes, you will never guess what is happening right now. And I was like, what? He goes, Gilberg. And we were like, no way. That's so great. So it was awesome, obviously, to see you back.
5: Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully so- it goes into a little more. We're doing a thing uh, on the Internet. And all. I'm trying to get on uh, WrestleMania, so we're getting everybody the hashtag Gilberg WrestleMania on all their – tweets and uh, Facebook, everything they do. Just hashtag Gilbert WrestleMania.
4: Oh, well, hopefully that will come about because it's so many years in the making. And I'm just going to roll right into the uh, the taping here right now. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to say this. Joining us on the line is a man who has made a triumphant return to the world of WWE. But as we all know, he made his WWE debut in 1990 and this cornerstone of the WWE has returned, and we are speaking to the one and only Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilbert. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure, brother. Thank you for having me on. Oh, We're so pumped, and we're going to be talking about the big SWF event in New Jersey coming this weekend, which is going to be off the charts, but we can't start anywhere. But what happened this past Monday night, Monday Night Raw, the return of Please give us your thoughts on returning to the WWE.
5: Oh, brother, it was a blast. It was a blast. I loved it. I was in heaven. Kevin Owens, I almost got that title, though, didn't I? (laughs) 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 No, he he busted my
4: bubble, man. He attacked me on that ramp. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, such a cool moment to see you back. Obviously, Goldberg's return this past year. You know, I think the hardcore fan was having a – A little bit of a void there without Gilbert, but now that he's back and you're back, you know, what do you think about this renaissance of the so-called Attitude Era, you know, these legendary figures like you and Goldberg coming back? You know, what do you kind of think about the renaissance that's going on for you guys right now?
5: I honestly love
4: it, to be honest with you. I love it because
5: what it's doing is, and plus, what you got to remember is we get to help the younger talent and teach them what we know, you know? And it just, it helps all the way around. I think it's great. I think they're bringing back a little bit of the old with the new, and that's what we need to do. And, and it,
4: it's making the shows a hell of a
5: lot more entertaining, if you ask me.
4: Well, if you can, just take us back to getting the phone call to show up to Monday Night Raw. Obviously, we were so pumped, like we said, but, you know, when you get the phone call, what's going through your head as this return is, uh, is now imminent?
5: Well, actually, I was at work, and I got a phone call, and I looked down, because if, if I don't see the name, I don't answer it. You know what I mean? And uh, I went, uh-oh, I know that area code. <laughs> so I answered it, and it was uh, John Cohen. He was like, hey, Dwayne, how you doing? I'm like, okay, John, how's it going? He's like, all right, Um, we want to bring you in and uh, use you on Monday night. And I went, really? And he goes, yeah are you available? I said, hell yeah, for WWE, I don't care where I am, I'm available. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the truth. I've always been like that since I started up there. And uh, he said, okay, you know, we're going to fly you into Vegas, and uh, I'll see you at the building. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was doing,
4: but I kind of, you know, put two and two together. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And we definitely, uh, we're collaborating for it. You know, the Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, you know, they've been such a good duo on television, and obviously, you know, now they're headed in a certain uh, direction, which is going to be interesting in itself. But talk about getting to work with a guy like Kevin Owens. You know, a guy who's really come on the scene in the WWE, made his name on the independent scene, a very big name on the independent scene, but now in the WWE, he's kind of ushered in a new uh, look for a champion and also kind of given other guys opportunities. But what do you think about working with Kevin Owens? Well, to be honest with you, I was a fan of Kevin Owens. I, I
5: never knew the guy. But just him uh, as a person and his work and the way, you know, his at- I-, I see, you know what I mean? I think he's a-, he's a great piece of talent, and to get to work with him, I know now he's a great piece of talent. And exactly the way I imagine him, super great guy, but I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely.
4: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, he's a great
5: guy, great piece of talent. I'm really,
4: really glad I got the opportunity to work with him. That is is so awesome. And, again, I'm just so pumped that we are talking to you. And Before we start kind of chatting about what you're doing in New Jersey on the 18th of February here, I just got to ask this. And You know, I said a little bit of his lines from your infamous Survivor Series re-debut, the cornerstone of the WWF, and bring it back. But how was it seeing Vince McMahon for the first time in a while and kind of seeing how this new regime of the WWE and these new stars are kind of all interacting back there. Actually, Mr. McMahon wasn't
5: there. Um, I've never called him Vince. I always call him Mr. McMahon, always have. He deserves that respect. That's the way my dad raised me. That He's your boss. You you call him Mr. He deserves that respect. You know what I mean? So I've always called him Mr. McMahon. But, uh, and uh, he, he wasn't there. But Stephanie was, Hunter was. I got to talk to them. It was great. You know, um... They're they're awesome people. They really are. If nobody really knows them, they're great, great, great people. And it was a blast. Uh, and it was it was really nice how I was welcomed. You know what I mean? It was like I wasn't even gone. Everybody everybody there made me feel good. Even the people who didn't know who I was at the beginning, and then realized who I was. They you
4: know it was great. It was awesome. Well, we kind of got to see a glimpse of it today down in, you know, your neck of the woods down there in uh, the Washington, D.C. area that uh, Mr. McMahon and the rest of the McMahon family took a uh, pretty prestigious photo op down at the I White House. I that was today awesome. I thought that, <laughs> that was awesome, man. <laughs> you
5: know? And did you, see the, uh, did you see the captions in uh, a lot of stuff? It has Jesse Ventura talking to Donald Trump saying, yeah, it's time to put a wrestler in the White House. <laughs> And then they got the McMahon family there with Donald Trump and said, look, Jesse, your dream came true.
4: (laughs) It's so unbelievable. But it's so cool. But it's just, you know, it's kind of hard for us older fans to see. You know, it's kind of hard. It's awesome to see that, uh, you know, there finally is a wrestling personality uh, in the White House as well as a WWE executive in the White House. There you go. There you go. Which is so awesome. But, you
5: you know, I think he's great. Myself, he needs to be a little polished, but uh, <laughs> but he's great, you know. As far as I think, he's going to be a good president. He just needs to relax and, you know, how? Uh, let me say it this way: everybody that voted for Trump, do you really think they wanted Obama in there when he won? Okay, but what happened? Everybody went home and said, okay, let's see how he does now. He's our president. Let's give Donald the same chance. At least give him a hundred days. You know what I mean? But they're protesting, doing everything they can to kill him. I mean, he's our president. No matter what, we are Americans. We did the democratic way. He won the thing. Let's let's try and stand behind him and see what happens.
4: That's uh, that's very well said. We've had a couple other guys on the show say a very similar uh, similar backing uh, vocal there, and I, I kind of I second that sentiment, but. Let's kind of talk about another group on the rise here as we, uh, we move forward. The SWF in Bayville, New Jersey, this Saturday, February 18th. It's going to be off the charts. But how are you feeling about returning to the great state of New Jersey for the SWS? Great.
5: I love it. I love it. I'm doing an autograph session first uh, from 12 to 2. I have three at the Wrestling University, uh, 3429 Francis, Lewis Boulevard in Flushing, Queens, New York
4: Alright, yes, the Wrestling Universe one of the best places where you can get a wrestling autograph, the scene in the background all the great pieces that they have there, definitely a, uh, a great spot to be signed autographs and when you know when you return to the Northeast oh, it really North It's an awesome spot, awesome spot Those Northeast fans clamoring for Gilbert, but what do you plan on giving those fans of the SWF as you invade Bayville, New Jersey?
5: Well, see, you got to keep
4: that to yourself. they got to check it out, man, when they
5: get there. You know, you got to keep a little suspense in there. I'm going to hit them with 100% Gilbert, though. I'll tell you that. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> now,
1: obviously, you know, Gilbert is what you're known for. You know, a lot of people know you as Gilbert. Very, very popular character. What is the relationship like with Goldberg? Obviously, you being kind of a parody of him. Is there a relationship there?
5: Uh, well, I mean, we don't hang out, um... You know, the first time I met him, he hated my guts, and the second time I met him was about eight or nine months ago at an autograph session in New York, and uh, he was really nice and cordial, and... I had, uh, you know, the guy who brought me in, I had him talk to the guy who brought him in and said, I want a photo op with him, man. I want to get a picture with him and all. He's like, tell him, come on down, man. I went on down. As soon as I walked in, he picked me up, put me up on his shoulders, held me up there. So I mean, people were just going nuts with the cameras. And they put me down, and we stood up there and bullshitted for about 10 minutes. And was uh, super nice guy, super nice guy. Was really cool about everything. Laughed his ass off about it. And uh, he. I, I told him, I said, good. Now that we're all cool, why don't we make this match? (laughs) He laughed and I said, look, you'll make a million, I'll make a hundred grand, we'll be fine, let's get it done. (laughs) He's like, let's do it, brother. So, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I'd love to see it happen.
1: But, you know how that goes. That is great, though. That's great, though, because uh, you never know sometimes with parodies if people appreciate them or if they don't like them. Obviously, at first, Goldberg didn't like it.
5: Yeah, I, I, I kind of pitched something when I was up there just to see what happened. I said, man, why ain't you guys got the box set? I'm like, the box set of what? I said, Gilbert, Goldberg. Would that be a great toy or what?
1: Box yeah. set, oh, two
5: dollars, Gilbert, Goldberg,
1: shit, yeah. That would be quite a uh, toy. I mean, I I would see them easily making that. So you have any plans on, like you said, I mean, we said hashtag Gilbert WrestleMania, but... You have any other plans on, you know, getting involved in this Brock Lesnar feud and being on Raw and being on TV? I mean, I would
5: love to, brother. You know, I would love to, man. All you got to do is call. I'll be right there tomorrow morning. Boom.
1: Awesome to see Gilbert back. But it's funny. The original, like when you first started portraying the character, when you first became Gilbert, Mm-hmm. Is it something that you kind of, uh, you know, did you laugh at it at first? Like, kind of, who pitched it to you, or did you? Or oh, well, did you the I made up it up, They oh, didn't okay. make it up.
5: I made it up. I was doing it on the, on the independent. Me and a buddy of mine, man, we were uh, having fun, and we were just, hey, let's make fun of this guy. Let's call ourselves, uh, let's call you Stone Old. Okay, and I want to have Stone Cold, but I was like, you know, with a walker and everything. Like, I was real old, and I died. everything super gray, because that's when we were doing it. I didn't have gray then. And uh, and it was hilarious. And I said, let's do the underfaker. And I went as the underfaker, a little short undertaker, you know what I mean? So it was hilarious. And then we were like, hey, let's do Gilbert. You look like him anyway. All right, let's do it, man. And we did Gilbert. And then I was actually, when I got contracted, and I was standing there one night, and I was doing a show, and Paul Bear and Kane and I were bullcrapping. And uh, we were talking, just laughing. You know, I, Well, I don't know if you've ever been in the locker room, but how it is, in between, you know, matches and all. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, I do this, I do that, I do this. And I said, yeah, I do Gilbert. And Paul Bear looked, and he stopped. And he goes, oh, Dwayne Gill, you might have something there, son. I said, so, what <laughs> are you talking about? He goes, oh, nothing. So later on that night, every time I walked past him or Kane, they'd go, Gilbert, Gilbert, <laughs> like under their breath, you know what I mean, to mess with me. So the next day... I went in, and I went to catering because it was TV, and uh, I, I was in there, and I'm in line, you know, I'm getting my food, and all the boys start going, "Gilbert, Gilbert," so I turn around, and went, ah, ah, and they laughed their ass off, and I thought that was it. We did TVs, and I came home. Two days later, I get a call from the office. Get some black boots and trunks, brother. You're now Gilbert.
1: An amazing so, story. explain
5: ninety like, percent insane. of everything Gilbert did. I made up, yep, and uh, almost every time they gave me something to do how they wanted me to do it, I would I would ask if I could change it to make it funnier, you know, we <laughs> got to the point wherever I did something with Rocky, he goes, come on, let's go to Vince's office, Vince, Gil wants to change it again, what do you want to do, let's do <laughs> it like this, and Vince would start laughing and go, hell yeah, let's do it, you know, yeah, man, Mr. McMahon was always super cool to me.
1: That is great, because you can kind of, kind of pass ideas with him, right? And he'll be accepting and he'll be open to the, you know, any idea you kind of have.
5: That's what I'm saying. All the boys who are up there, if they have the guts enough to say it, he, he is more than willing to sit down and listen. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't say he knows everything, but he's really the best at it. You know what I mean? And he knows mm-hmm. what's good or not. And if you tell him and he don't like it, well, then don't get done. But if he chuckles or whatever at it, then he knows, hey, you know, that, that's going to work. You know what hmm. I'm saying? Uh, smartest businessman I ever met in my life, that's for damn sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is a mad genius.
5: Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally, he's the scientist behind this freaking mess up. You know what I mean? Oh, the yeah. mad, mad world of wrestling.
1: With Goldberg, though, with the the entrance and the theme and stuff, that was kind of your idea. You wanted to kind of do the sparklers and, and like the fake pyrotechnics Oh no and no stuff no like no, no no!
5: Now the sparklers and all, they definitely came up with. I laughed my ass off. The dotted line they came up with. I was like, "What's the dotted line for?" And they said, "Well, see, Goldberg sold the rights to that tattoo to WCW. So the big joke was between amongst the boys was what happens. You cut your arm off? Yeah, follow the dotted line." They want their tattoo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that was the joke. <laughs> and everybody, you know, all the boys who knew him and and knew about the whole deal, were like, "Oh shit! Look at the dotted line! Oh yeah!" You know? And that was the big, the big ha ha.
1: Definitely added to the character.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. He he. But Bill is a really nice guy, man. He really is. Yeah, What do you think? Is he going to win the title?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about you? you think he's going to beat Kevin Owens and win the title?
5: Mm.
1: Mm.
5: He beat Brock Lesnar in a minute and 20 seconds.
1: Mm. You think
5: he's going to beat Kevin Owens?
1: Yes. Uh, what about you, though? Yeah. I, I love think, yeah.
5: Kevin Owens to death. I love him to death. I think he's great. I think he's an awesome champion. But come on, man. If he doesn't, I think Lesnar's going to be pitching a bitch. Or somebody might take a real ass whooping. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, maybe a title match for you uh, against Goldberg on Raw.
5: Oh, I'd love to do it. Just to, you know, I mean, Christ, it wouldn't last for twenty seconds, but I'd love to go out there and act like I was going for the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, the crowd would shit themselves. You know that?
1: The chance. Because the the chance. Everybody would
5: honestly believe he's going to freaking win. Gil's going to get the title. I cannot believe this. You know what I mean? And you know yourself, you would think it. If I came out there, you'd be like, holy shit, they're going to give Gil the title. That's what everybody would think, you know? It'd be awesome. It'd be freaking awesome. Good TV, that's for sure.
1: Definitely. And you know what? With, with Gilbert, it'd be funny with the chance, the dueling and chance, Gilbert, Goldberg, or you know who's next, and it could be who's first. Brother, stuff
5: did you like see? That. Did you see? Yeah, yeah. You know how to John Cena? John Cena sucks. It'd mm-hmm. be Gil. Uh, it'd be Goldberg. Goldberg. Gilbert, Gilberg, Goldberg. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I I think would be really be cool. As if, uh, you know how Paul Heyman's always out there with Lesnar.
1: Yeah. So when Goldberg yeah. comes
5: out, he goes, and I got something for you, little fat boy. Boom! Boom! Boom, out I come. And the point in the match when Goldberg spears Lesnar, I spear Heyman. A fucking roof would come off that
1: building. That is an awesome idea. Let's book it. That's a great idea.
5: The roof would come off the building. You know it as well as I do. (laughs) If If I speared Paul Heyman, oh my God. Oh. I tell you what, nope. I'd be making sure Lesnar wasn't over my coin, my, <laughs> <in> my shoulder.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, my God.
5: Spear <laughs> Heyman and hey, get up and run.
1: Get the hell out of Brock, you're
5: a big dude, but these little skinny-ass legs will outrun you.
1: <laughs>
5: I could run a long way.
1: You know, I, I just wanted to mention, there, there was like some of the, the elephant in the room, I don't know if this is true or not. There is somewhat of a rumor about Gilbert that he's very close to, you know, kind of signing a, a contract. Have, has Gilbert Who? heard? Who? Has, you, Gilbert.
5: Is that, is Man, that please to... tell me it's true. Please, I'm not, hey, dude, I'm not doing it just to save my ass. I have not heard nothing. Uh, as far as I know, I was brought in for role. You know what I mean? God, I would love to sign a contract. Uh, no problem. You know, I love wrestling. Wrestling is my life. I'll be a wrestler until the day I die, brother, you know? I would love to go up, even if it's six months, <laughs> you know? I would. It, it's, it's, it's a childhood dream, man, you know? It's the only way to put it. Ever since oh, yeah. I could watch TV, I've been watching wrestling. I mm-hmm. remember the turn with Bruno and Larry Zbysko and everything.
1: Oh, my God, yeah, big time. That's a great uh, fandom mm-hmm. right there.
5: I remember the match with Sergeant Slaughter and Pat Patterson in Madison Square Garden where they had to come out and they had to call the match because uh, Sarge and Slaughter bled so fucking much. Excuse my French, I'm sorry, so damn much. Hey, they were mopping Great the match. ring up with towels. The Grand Wizard was uh, on the outside of the ring and threw a boot into Pat Patterson, and Sarge did, you know, they did the monkey flip where Sarge goes into the corner, and he, yeah, he really hit his head on the top of the post, busting him, man, wide open.
1: It was bad. <laughs> Great I remember match. all that stuff. Great match at MSG, yeah.
5: Oh yeah, man! When I, I, li- I lived in Florida, and I used to have standing reservations. My father and I, two rings, b- two rows back from the ring, right where they came out at the Eddie Grand Sports Arena. I watched Dusty Rhodes. Um, I, sh- I mean, everybody come up, everybody come up. You know,
1: that is au- was, that is awesome. It was awesome. That was awesome. You're a, you know a huge fan. It's always great when a guy like you, you know, who's like actually a fan and can gets it and appreciates the business be able to become, you know, a star and a big-time member of the Attitude Era.
5: Well, brother, can I say something to you? As sure. a wrestler, wrestlers are bigger marks than the freaking fans. And this is why I say it, because a fan is smart enough to pay a couple dollars and sit out there and cheer and yell at us. We are dumb enough and such marks that we go, I don't care how much it hurts, how much it kills me, I want to do that. That's how big a Marks we are. Every wrestler is a super Mark. Think about it.
1: Hmm. Never thought of it that way, did you? No, never. Didn't even. Every wrestler looked
5: at it and said, I love that so much. I'm going to become one of them. I don't care how bad, man, my body gets messed up. Think hmm. about what we do to our bodies. <laughs> now, who's the Mark in the building? Now do you think about it. Who's the Mark? The guy in the ring. <laughs>
1: right? Hey, you're making a good point That's true You know, we're talking about you And thinking about you A lot of people were talking about you Even before Gilbert made his return They were talking a lot because you were James Ellsworth reminded them a lot of you You know, kind of like An enhancement guy that got over on his own Even though he was quote-unquote losing yeah. What are your thoughts on the comparisons With James Ellsworth? Because I heard that a lot Way before Gilbert kind of came I out I love
5: it, I love it You know why? I've known James Ellsworth since birth.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Wow.
5: His mother and I went to junior high school together.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> did you watch the ride along that he did with uh, Dean Ambrose?
1: No, I haven't
5: seen it yet. No, they went with Dean Ambrose. He was at, um, oh, God. His name, yes, yes, yes. Don't tip my tongue. You know what I'm talking oh, Daniel about, Bryan? Daniel yeah, Bryan? Yeah, Daniel Bryan, not Dean Ambrose. Thank you. He was riding along with him, and uh, he told him a story of what happened when uh, he was a, a young kid in school. See, I used to have a job with the school board. And when I got, first got my contract, I was going and I was working Monday and Tuesday for WWE and uh, or WWF back then and then uh, coming home and working Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the school board, right? And uh, one day I was on TV and I, I was uh, it, the next day I'm at the school and he comes walking down the hallway. He says, hey, Mr. Dwayne. I go, yeah, Jimmy, what's up, buddy? He goes, uh aren't you a famous wrestler? I said, well, kind of. He goes, Mr. Dwayne, I can remember this just like it was yesterday. He goes, you got down off the ladder, (laughs) you put your hand, hand, he goes, well, why why are you here changing light bulbs? He said, you got down off the ladder, you put your hand on my shoulder, you look me right in the eye, and you go, Jimmy, one day, son, you'll know. (laughs) And he goes, guess what? I said, what? He goes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) it was funny as hell but yeah yeah i've known jimmy for a long long time he's a good kid man i'm serious he really deserves what he's got he really does he's a good good kid and you you know why i think he got what he got because of the fact he's doing exactly what i did he's having fun think of Dwayne gill what did i do up there I went up there and got me and my ass kicked from one end to the other, but I was happy to do it, brother. I loved it. And that's what people don't like. How can you go up there and get your ass? Dude, I am with the best in the world on the biggest show in the world. How can you not be happy? Win, lose, draw, titles, none. How can you not be happy? Think about it. You right now, man, where you are. If you could go out there and wrestle on the stage right now in front on WWE live in front of millions of people with twenty thousand people in the fans in the stands, would you do it? Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey man, why'd you hesitate so long? <laughs> you jumped on it. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: hell yeah, yeah. The rush oh, you yeah. the the everything, man. It's it's everything you think it would be and more. And that's the only thing I can say. It's, it's the greatest thing, man. I'll always thank the McMahon family for letting me do that and become that wrestler. You know, it was... My dad was dying. This is no shit. My dad was dying with cancer. And me and my dad had those standing reservations and all. We watched wrestling. I don't care where I was on Saturday, because when I was a kid, it only played at 4 o'clock on Saturdays. No matter where I was... At 350, I was running home as fast as I could to sit down and watch wrestling with my father. My whole life, we watched it. And then we moved to Florida, and then we got standing reservations at the Eddie Grant Sports Arena for like five or six years, man. We went every single month. Bam, bam, bam. And we had a blast. And I walked in the house like three weeks before he died with the WWF, light heavyweight title. That man cried like a baby. Yeah, amazing. Thank you, Vince. (laughs) I got to do that before he died. My dad got to take pictures with me and all, man, with that belt. And that was the greatest, man. The greatest. I ain't shitting you, brother. So I'll always be there for them. They call me, I'll be there, no matter what.
1: And that's pretty pretty amazing because not only, you know, like you said, he passed not too far after that. But such a high point for you as well, because it's your dream job. You're the champion. You're kind of coming home as the conquering hero. Pretty awesome, dude. Powerful I want a title
5: stuff. in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how i I want a friggin' title. You know? I can't believe that.
1: And the longest reigning uh, light heavyweight champ ever yeah, over a year. Yeah,
5: that's true. That's true. But I do, man, want to make it back to WrestleMania. I made it to WrestleMania one time and made it to the curtain, but only I had three seconds to go, and they stopped me. I was standing getting ready to go out the curtain on the gimmick battle royal, remember? Oh, yeah, yep. And they stopped me three seconds before I walked out the curtain. Sorry, you can't go. <laughs> wow.
1: What was the reason?
5: Bill was coming in for the first time, and they didn't know how he would react. And they just kind of freaked out. You know what I mean? I hmm. understand it's business. You know what I mean? But at the same time, dude, you want to talk about crushing Crush him, man. Pshew. Pshew. It killed me. <laughs> I ain't shitting you, brother. <laughs> it was a hard one to take. And ever since then, I just I want to go back. Got to go back. Got to make it through that curtain. I got to walk out that curtain. You know, I've been to probably 15 WrestleManias in the locker room. I want to walk out that curtain.
1: So we you gotta got Johnny DeGuyant Battle Royal? Yeah, look at that. Where you out in there? That's what why I WrestleMania.
5: You know what I mean? What a better participant! Surprise participant! You know?
1: Hey, I'll go for it. You know, hashtag Gilbert <laughs> WrestleMania. Let's uh, let's you know, let's make it a reality and get you back out there.
5: Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm doing the uh Gilbert. hashtag Gilbert WrestleMania on all your yeah, Facebook, you your books, you your go. Twitters, everything, man. Gilberg. hashtag Gilbert WrestleMania. Please, let's get me on WrestleMania. Let's do
1: this. I think it would be awesome. With, you know, with Gilberg and with, you know, kind of trying to create that phenomenon again, you know, they always say, like, the 0, 0 in 173 or whatever and, and the losing and stuff like that. But the role of, like, the enhancement guy and the role of Gilbert, kind of what is that role? Like, what, like, kind of, you know, obviously there's a lot of pride there. You're making the other guy look good and making the other guy kind of go over. But what is the role of a Gilberg per se?
5: Truthfully, the role, the, the total role of Gilbert was to make Goldberg look like an idiot. Let's be for real. <laughs> it was it was during the war. It was when WCW was still running. WWF was it. We would watch what he did, and then I'd be the next match on WWF. And that's what that's what Gilberg was considered for. You know, that's why. They, that's why the you know. And when we talk about it, I said, I don't want to lose my title, man. Come on, man. I just want a title. And they said, no, no, no. Wait a minute, Dwayne. That's the beauty. You'll wrestle heavyweights. 0-1, 0-2, 0-3. Start the record just the opposite. You know, my shirts. They say Gilbert, but on the back it says who's first, not who's next.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he didn't want to know who was first, or who was next. He wanted to know. Who was first? But I think the thing that a lot of people forget about with, you know, the change into Gilbert, and, it, and of course, that's the second time I'm referencing it, but that promo that Vince uh, announced you with at Survivor Series 98, that brought you back into the fold, period. And it was only about six weeks later that the Gilbert transformation came. But when you came back and Vince gave you that huge build up, and obviously, you know, the, uh, the foil for Mick Foley in the first round of the Deadly Game Championship tournament, But, you know, what did it mean for Vince to say those words for you, you know, on a show like that and then to have that, you know, that kind of run established, you know, on a big show like the Survivor series.
5: Dude, I was I was flipping it. When they called me to come up there, Howard Finkel said, Yeah, they need you at the you know, on this date and I'm like, That's a Survivor series. You sure it ain't the next night on Raw? He goes, Nope. Told me to bring in for Survivor series. I said, Howard, I don't ever do a pay per view, man. He goes Dwayne, I was told to find you and bring you in. I said, I'm available. I'll be there. He said, okay. Sent me all the stuff, and I showed up. And to be honest with you, probably hour before the match, yeah, probably an hour before the match, I was sitting there, and Mick walked up to me and goes, why ain't you dressed? I said, Mick, it's a pay-per-view, brother. I ain't getting dressed. He goes, uh, Dwayne, you're my opponent. And I went, what? And he goes, yeah, they really keep it a fucking secret, ain't they?
1: <laughs>
4: wow. And I was Jeez, like, yeah, and
5: he goes, yep, you're my opponent, brother. Get
4: dressed. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and did you have any idea at that point that, you know, now this, the Dwayne Gill part two in the WWF was going to uh, kind of take off the way that it did? Did they have an initial plan for you after that first night? No, 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 no. It's nothing like
5: that, because they only brought me in for that. And then they said, look, we'll let you come on the Raw so you can make another payday. We're not going to use you, though. I said, okay, that sounds great, man. I get another payday. Damn right, man. I'll go sit in there and play cards with the boys and make a payday. And uh, I guess that night when they went home, the writers were watching the show, and they went, man, look at this guy, because that's exactly what the writers said. This is why they hired him. We were watching the show, and we looked, and we went, look at this guy. Look at him. He don't give a shit what he does. He's just happy to be here. Look. Look at him, man. He's having a blast. Man, let's hire him. Okay, let's put him in a job squad. All right, let's give him the light heavyweight title. Dude, when when I was told I was getting the title, I laughed my ass off, right? Right in Jim Ross's face. <sighs> I said, you're out of your mind. I was like, Headbangers, Undertaker. Where the hell are you guys at? Paul Bear, don't be fucking, excuse me, messing with me like that. And, uh... And I turned back around, and Jim Ross is looking at me like I'm some kind of idiot. And I went, uh, Jim, you're not messing with me, are you? He goes, oh, no, son, this is a straight shoot. And I went, well, let me think about it. Okay. He said, no, take time, call your wife, call us, and, man, screw everybody. i am going to get my ass beat for a lot of years. I know I'm going to sign that contract. <laughs> and because what he said was when he did, he it was like we want to make you the light heavyweight title. We want to make you the light heavyweight champion, but to do so, I have to sign you to a three-year contract. And I laughed right in his face.
4: Wow, man! Oh, man! Because I mean, you know, obviously, look, we remember you from back in our day, you know, watching See, you, you know, from on back Saturday. In your day, you know
5: what I mean? That's why I laughed in his face. I was like, yeah, right, Jim. This is funny. Because he walked me back like under the bleachers, man, far away from everybody. And uh, when I was walking, man, I was like. Man, what did I do? Did I do anything wrong? What is going, What well? man, what did I, you know what I mean? I right. thought I did something wrong. And
4: he was bringing me back here to rip me a new ass. <laughs>
1: That's
4: something, something wrong. Else. No, I mean, like, I, you know, we remember you, like I said, we remember you from the Saturday mornings. You know, we remember you, you know, you had the, uh, you had definitely the trademark uh, mustache there. We definitely remember that. So when they announced <laughs> you as, you know, if, you know, and I'm sure you remember this, when Vince was talking, and as he was getting further into his speech, you know, he started hitting some buzzwords, and we were, oh, he went to WCW. Who is it? Who left and came back? You know, was it uh, Jim Neidhart? Was it you know Shawn Michaels? Was it Marty Jannetty? Like people started kind of, you know, fingering who could it be? And then it was you, and the music hits, and the pyro goes off. It was just cool to see, and obviously, you know, it, it was all history from there, but. You know, that job squad, a great group of guys. You know, how was it being paired with them? Obviously, a lot of veterans at that point, that you guys all worked really well together.
5: Oh, they're great guys, man. I made, I, made, I made four really good lifetime friends there. I did. I made four really good lifetime. We just had a job squad reunion probably six months, seven months ago. All of us were there, but Bob Holly wasn't. It was uh, uh, Scorpio, me, Meanie, Al Snow. Christ, have you seen Al Snow lately?
4: Yes, he's in insane shape. He looks absolutely like... Oh, my like, God, uh, he's, he's phenomenal jacked. shape. Absolutely jacked. I mean, he looks
5: great, man. I was like, damn, Al, what the hell are you eating? Because I want some.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, uh, yeah, we've crossed paths with Al a couple of times, and, yeah, he's still, you know, not only is he doing what he's doing down, you know, with TNA, and he's obviously, you know, he's still hitting the road every so often, but the, the physique that he's got... You know, you could put him up against any picture back in, you know, his heyday or his big prime or his, oh, know, now, top one. Oh, no, he's definitely in his best, he shape
5: like nah, best shape of his life. never looked like that. No, he's in uh, best shape of his life. He's phenomenal and a great person, a great guy. Great guy. It really is, man. Always, I used to always say, thank God for Al Snow. You know why? He made up the job squad. <laughs> 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 Who better for the job squad? Ta-da-da! <laughs> yeah, it, it was a blast, man. It was a blast. I loved it, man. I loved everything I've done. You know what I mean? I love everything I've done. And I, I just try to leave a, an impression of a nice guy. If I can leave that impression, I'm happy with myself. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. That would be absolutely great. And I'm just thinking back. You know, we're talking about maybe back back in the day in the early 90s, whether it be Superstars or Wrestling Challenge or, you know, whatever show, maybe even Monday Night Raw, whatever show you're on, I just remember you and Barry Hardy, the executioners. You guys were always a great pairing. What's what the chemistry like with you guys? That's always a fun, you know, uh, quote-unquote enhancement level team.
5: I love Barry Hardy. Barry Hardy taught me how to wrestle. Did you know that? Oh, no. Nope. I learned, I learned on a one-inch, a half-inch one uh, half thick piece of foam and a piece of carpet on a concrete floor in Barry Hardy's basement. That's how I learned how to take body slams, hip tosses, <laughs> arm drags. that's no lie that's no lie yep barry hardy taught me how to wrestle barry hardy will always be my partner you know what i mean he still wrestles today he's on the road all the time and i try to get matches against him with him however i can every chance i can yeah i love barry he's a good guy great great guy
1: Pretty fun tag team. I mean, obviously you guys started before the WWE. I mean, you guys were the Lords of Darkness, and obviously you know you helped train me and stuff. So it's pretty cool that you'd be able to team with him in WWE or WWF at that point and kind of have a little bit of a run with.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, we we were doing like twenty days a month on the B tour. Shoot, half the time we were main event executioners against the champions: Smoking Guns, Head Shrinkers, the Bushwhackers. I mean, for months in a row. We, we we had good, good, good runs, never contracted. Yeah, Jimmy Hart used to tell Barry and I, he goes, I'll tell you boys what, if you could go down Memphis for about eight months, you guys be up here and you'd be making some serious money. But we couldn't because we both had families. And in Memphis, you didn't make money. You just made enough money to live on. That was it. You couldn't support no family, and we would have lost everything we had. You know what I mean? And we couldn't go down. Or we might have been. WWE Tag Team Champions, you know what I mean?
1: Hey, it's and I used to tell Vince,
5: I said, Vince, I don't care if you dress us like two turds and call us, get your shit together. We want a job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's no lie. Hey, I think I remember you guys uh, dressing up as turtles once, too. Right? Yeah. Weren't you guys, like, battling turtles or something?
5: Yeah, and uh, wh- how we got that was we had the outfits, and we took them up, like, three times, but we never – Never had it. we actually never brought him out, you know, we were scared too. And one day I said, Hell with it, Barry. I put one on and went out and was dancing all around the locker room, you know, out in front of everybody and they're all laughing. Who the hell is that? And I like break dancing, I'm spinning around, I spun around on my on my shell and then I like stopped and like laid there, you know, in my hand on my head on my elbow and all and I and I see a pair of feet and I look up and it's Vince. And I went, Uh oh.
1: And I stood <laughs> up and he
5: goes, who the hell is in there? And I took the mask off. He goes, I should have known.
1: <laughs> and
5: he started laughing. He goes, you got another one? I said, yes, sir. He said, you and you, you're wrestling them next match. I was like,
1: Barry, you better get dressed, brother. <laughs> no, but they were cool. They had
5: big, giant muscle. We looked like two British Bulldogs and them things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Now, one question I'm very curious of, and obviously it was referenced by Vance, Survivor Series 98, why did you jump to WCW?
5: Um, that was when I was just jobbing, and they called me, and they said, look, man, we'll pay you X amount of dollars you do this eight-day tour with me. I said, sure, all right. And the first day, I went over the top rope with Hugh Morris and blew my shoulder out. Sna- I mean, completely destroyed my right shoulder. Yep, Torn ligaments, snapped my rotator cuff. couldn't even raise my arm up. If you remember it, we did the thing where we were running, and then I came by and he, like hit me in the back of the head and threw me over the top rope. Well, if you throw him over the top rope in WCW, you were disqualified automatically. I won, and then he came out and he threw me into chairs and the stairs and put me in and did his uh, moonsaw on me. Remember?
1: Yes. And, yep. uh, no laughing was, matter.
5: Yep. Yeah, I was done. I was done. I was I was done for two years then, and then uh, that's when I came back and started doing the under faker and everything, and then. They called me, and I got my job. I mean, it was just crazy. I had just started back like three months before that, started working again, just doing this little stuff, you know, messing around on the Indies. And then, bam, come four months at, four or five months after I started, I'm light heavyweight champion, you know what I mean? I was a coach. I was coaching football and baseball, you know what I mean? Little kids, I was having a ball. Next thing I know, bam, there you go, buddy. Your dreams have just come true.
1: Amazing, definitely. Yeah.
5: You know, like I said, like I said, you know, I was, I was just coming back, and they called me up and asked me to do Survivor Series, you know, which I didn't know I was doing. But I thought I was just there, you know, so they had me for roll, And, uh, yeah, and that that's how it happened. Bam, bam, bam. There you go. And the only reason it took me two years because I was nervous, man. I was, that was my first injury, and it was freaking catastrophic, dude. I couldn't do nothing, man. I almost lost everything. Couldn't do my regular job, couldn't do nothing. So I was like, oh, my God. So when I could finally work again, I had to, like, work 24-7 to make up what I was behind so that I didn't lose what I had, you know what I mean? And uh, that's why I say it took two years, but, you know, I started getting back in shape and everything. And, well, one thing led to another, and yeah, I is. (laughs) And
1: you were also coach of the Pasadena Chargers, right?
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For a long time.
1: Who are the Pasadena Chargers?
5: Uh Pasadena Chargers is Pasadena, Maryland. It's a uh it's a group they they have uh we, we were at a at a ten years of coach and man eight years we were all county champs, brother. So we knew what we was doing at least.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, they're the Pasadena Chargers, good kids, uh Pasadena, Maryland. Um, yeah, it's just a youth league, you know what I'm saying? We probably had oh, okay. uh twenty teams in our league. And then after that, after you win your league, then you go into counties, which you probably got 10, 12 counties in Maryland, and they play each other. The winners of those counties play county-counties, and you find out who becomes all-county, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty cool. It, it, we loved it. We loved it to
1: death. As I start to wind it down here, I just, I, I mean, you had so many great moments. You just had so many great stories, too, about your career but, you know, there was the Triple H, world, uh, WWE world title match on SmackDown, and mm-hmm. so many other kind of key moments Well, he in wore your my ass out, didn't he? <laughs> oh,
5: <yeah. laughs> oh, you speared me, some a bitch? Okay. <laughs> I think I speared him, what, three times? Took him in A, he said, he said lay him in. Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I did everything I could. <laughs> Wham, he didn't know I taught football. I know how to get snot bubbles, brother. You know what a snot bubble is, don't you?
1: Yeah, hey, you uh, basically sniff them, right? Give them a nice. You slam job. them
5: into the ground. Poof! So hard that they go, and they get a big bubble of snot coming out. <laughs> That's a snap bubble. Football term: snot bubble. Snap bubble! <laughs> Start hollering off the sides when you see a good tackle.
1: <laughs> now, would that be considered maybe one of your favorite matches? Just because you know the the. Uh... The sheer, you know, like, level of, of where it was on the card, obviously, being getting a Oh, yeah, time. yeah,
5: yeah. That was one of my other favorite. favorite matches? Uh, you know, can I be honest with you? My favorite match where mm-hmm. I felt most honored, I got the highest honor I have ever gotten, even though I won the title and everything, is when I wrestled Luna Vashon. This is why. First off, I ribbed her really good in the match. Because in the middle of the match, she, we went to do like a double clothesline, and she ran up and she stopped right in front of me, and she went, I'm lost. I went, ball shot. She dropped down and reached through and smacked me in my ass real hard, and when she did, I grabbed her arm real tight with my legs, and I looked her right in the eye, and I went, oh, real loud, real loud and long. And she's going, you <laughs> son of a bitch, I'm going to kill you. Oh, you let go <laughs> of my arm. I'm going to kill And then I fell over with her arms still in between my legs and everything. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she didn't even want to wrestle me because of the fact it was on Raw. I said, Come on, Luna. Let's be for real. If we got in a real fist fight, you'd probably beat my ass. Her ass off. I said, Let's do it. Come on. She goes, Really? You want to do this? I said, Yep, let's do it. She goes, Okay, let's do it. Yeah, they wanted me to wrestle Edge. And I said, If you're going to make fun of the guy, because remember that was the first time I came out as Gilbert. I said, if you make fun of the guy, give me Luna Vachon. You want to make fun of the guy? Give me Luna Vachon. Am I correct? Makes sense. Who would have worked better, Luna or Edge?
1: Yeah, Luna. Makes sense.
5: Right. I said, give me Luna. So, you know, she came out herself, and we had our match, man. And when I came through that curtain, the highest, nicest thing I've ever received, honor, anything in, in wrestling is, I walked through that curtain... There was not a piece of talent that wasn't standing there, considering all the McMahons, TV crew, talent, everything. And they're all clapping, and every woman, everything, had makeup running down their face, laughing their ass. They were crying. They laughed so hard. And if you listen to the match, even the announcers are choking, and all they really can't talk, all they can say is, you got to give it up for Gilbert. <laughs> You know, and that was the high, they were clapping and everything, and that was the highest honor I ever got. And if you think about it, who that was, that's all my peers. That was everybody I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Clapping and cheering me.
1: Now think about it. Now amongst all those peers and amongst all those guys, do you have a favorite opponent or maybe a couple favorite opponents that you've had in your career? Oh, man. Taker. Um,
5: uh the match of triple h for sure. Uh All, all I guess everybody. I've I wrestled every they're definitely legion of doom. Um just head shrinkers, you know. They're 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 great people, man. Um shoot uh I mean, I've wrest the Baud, the uh, bushwhackers. Uh Jim Powers, Uh, I mean, I wrestled every, Kurt Henning, everybody you could think I have wrestled, you know, I mean, I haven't, I ain't wrestled an asshole, you know, I never met, never met one up there, so, you know, I never had a bad experience, on the independents I've had a few bad experiences where they turn into real fights, but, you know, a couple real blows thrown, and I was like, well, we gonna wrestle, we gonna go at it, (laughs) You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, now, WWF, WWE has always been the very best place in the world to work. And believe me, the McMahons would not have it any other way. You step out of line, you're gone. You don't do what you do, you know. You must pay respect. You must, you know, you got to pay your respect. You got to do your deal, you know. It just it makes life so easy. You've got to remember, you've got a bunch of big men that are on the road for a long time. There's no room for stepping out of line. You know
4: what I mean? Absolutely. 100% right. Yeah. And they're all going to be possibly first for yeah. Gilbert. As we roll forward, get that hashtag Gilbert WrestleMania trending, but also we're going to try to get hashtag Snot Bubble uh, trending as well. <laughs> by the uh, <laughs> by, the end of it. But Gilbert, like we said to start the show this this weekend, this Saturday, February eighteenth, it's going to be a huge day. The Wrestling Universe from twelve p.m. to two p.m. and you can go to the thewrestlinguniverseonline.com for more information on that as well as the SWF presents No Love Lost, and that is also Saturday, February eighteenth, featuring the man, the myth, the legend, Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilbert. But what we like to do as we wrap it up, we like to take a step back, kind of get a little uh, introspective here and look at the career of Dwayne Gill. What would you say your legacy is at the end of the day left on the world of professional wrestling?
5: Oh, man. Um, I hope it's uh, a guy loved the business, had a blast. And he's just an all around nice guy. So that's what I try to be. I try to help everybody I can meet, see, touch or greet. And I never met a fan I didn't sign an autograph for or take a picture with. So that's the way I like to have it, you know. I want a, want a good good legacy, I don't I don't want a bail one, that's for darn sure.
4: Absolutely, and that's uh no way. Better than I could describe it for you, because you've been one of, the, uh, one of the best, and we're so happy to have you back. But please, as well as those two great events this coming Saturday in New York and New Jersey, please share with the listeners of the Two-Man Power Trip of Wrestling, where they can find anything and everything in the world of Gilbert. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere I have... Uh... Nowhere
5: specific, I'd say WWE to get anything there. Um, At the show this uh, weekend, the autograph session, I'm going to be selling shirts. I'm going to have shirts, so that's one place you want to go. It's the only place you can get them. Uh, Dave Mooch has them online. i got to get his, uh, his thing because that's the only online thing that I had going right now, so Dave's helping me out there. So I'll get that, and I'll let you know that. But, yeah, that's the best
4: place to get them awesome so awesome so great to see you back and i guess uh we said gilberg doesn't know who is uh the first opponent is going to be but hopefully there's another big bald guy up there that uh, is going to feel the wrath of gilberg
3: sooner rather than later
4: so all the best gilberg hashtag gilberg wrestlemania and thank you so much for joining us you got it john
5: Jad. thank you very very much for having me on it's been a damn pleasure